as boys' lines. As bold as lions. As bold as lions. As bold as lions. You're listening to the As Bold as Lions podcast. Welcome to the As Boldest Lions podcast. My name is Derek, and it's so good to have you join me today, uh, finishing up a fairly busy month of podcasts and blogs and devotionals, all kind of centered around Christmas, very much so songs of the season as this podcast and the blog that we do every week are tied in together, uh, have been talking about beloved Christmas songs. And you're either very sick of Christmas music at this point or or you're all in and just like you're 24-7, I'll take it. Um, or maybe you're somewhere in, in between. For me, I feel like the, the debate as to when you can start playing Christmas music and listening to these songs, it's it's kind of nudging up earlier and earlier every year. And I feel like by October, November, I'm even just ready for, for some of these songs. And maybe it's just the aspect of, of hope and of expectancy and looking for Christ in various aspects of our lives. And especially 2020 and, and this year, just really feeling like I need that and I desire that. And that's not to say we can't have that all year long, but something about Christmas just kind of puts us, puts that right in front of our eyes. And, um, even if you're not a Christian or you don't go to church, like you, you have all this around you. And I think you have to consider the meaning of it all every year. I don't know. I don't know how an unbeliever um, reconciles that to to look at all this and then walk away and um, either just apathy or, or whatever. Uh, for me, it's always a stirring, and it, it just says this is this is such an amazing, miraculous, marvelous event, and this is something that defines my faith. And we get to sing about it. We get to talk about it. And so just all that to say this this month as we've gone through some some favorite songs, some favorite hymns, uh, we are ending with one that I think a lot of people know. Again, a lot of people, whether Christian or not, they recognize uh, Silent Night. They hear it, they kind of they kind of know it. And uh, I think it's a fitting place to end because I think of just services when you go to Christmas Eve, a lot of times that's the last thing you're kind of left with before you leave and end the service and kind of finish through the night. Maybe you go home and open some presents. Maybe you, you know, have a meal, whatever you do. Um, maybe it's a very late service and that's uh, the last thing you do before you go home and go to bed. You know, it's kind of cool to just sing that song as a, as a group as a congregation, um, what have you, you often have the candle 
candlelight service and you, you start with that one candle and then that just goes throughout the whole room and, and everybody's holding up their candles singing Silent Night. It's just a, it's a powerful image. It's a, it's an image that immediately just draws me to Christmas when I think of it. It's like that's, that's one of those just visibly, um, stirring reminders of, of Christmas. So as we jump in today, just going to talk a little first, right, about uh, the context of this song. And mentioned as it's it's one of the most well-known, best-known Christmas carols that I think we sing, um, along with uh, O Holy Night and some of our other songs we've talked about, it has origins in the 1800s, um, perhaps a little bit earlier than um, o Holy Night, and instead of being originally written in French, as that song was, this song's lyrics are in German, to, uh, first written, Steely Nacht, if I have that right, uh, Silent Night. Um, and it's it's really a tale of a lead pastor, okay, think of uh, a pastor coming to his worship pastor, so you've got Joseph Moore, this priest, who comes to his organist, whose name is Franz Xaver Gruber. I might be butchering that, but I hope not. But him saying to, to Franz, hey, um, I have some lyrics here, and I'd like you to, to throw a melody with this for our upcoming Christmas Eve service. Uh, that might be boiled down a little bit, but that's kind of the essence of what went on here. One individual coming with some lyrics, asking for some melody. It's kind of a co-write type of a situation. And uh, out comes this song, Silent Night. And um, I think about the, some of the other just associations with Silent Night as we go into a little bit more modern times. We talk about... Um, uh, a, different performances of it. One that is very well known is, is a song, uh, a, a rendition by Bing Crosby. And this was a very well-loved um, song and album. This, this song by Bing Crosby is documented as the fourth best-selling single of all time. So in all of music, um, modern, going back as far as we have records of of this record keeping of what has charted the highest in sales and all that. We have a song that is a, a hymn, a Christmas hymn at that, that is the fourth highest ever. Mr. Bing Crosby um, gave his, his soothing um, baritone voice lent it to that. And uh, you know, maybe that's uh, one you want to go listen to after this and kind of just See if it still holds up. I, I I think it does. We we hear it a lot, and a lot of these older crooners or uh, songers, uh, songers, singers from uh, ages past, thirties, forties, fifties. There's some just amazing renditions, and for some reason, they just even more so than uh, a modernized version by somebody. These these older ones. Uh, hold up very well. Andy Williams, um, Johnny Mathis, you can go through the, the list. And um, I think I heard a few as I was growing up that my parents would have and still just so enjoyable and so much wrapped up in Christmas when you when you hear those versions by different uh, um, 
singers of old. So Silent Night, um, it has a quality to it that I, I don't think any other song really compares to. You know, it's, it's like I said, it's synonym, synonymous with the Christmas Eve tradition and, and the candles and everyone singing um, in unison. But, you know, if any other song can, can cause people to just stop and contemplate the, the meaning of Christmas, it is Silent Night. You know, the irony, of course, is that what about the the actual birth and the kind of aftermath of of uh, Mary and Joseph? What about that was silent? Well, it, it probably wasn't very silent at all. Like, there's them with the manger and the, the animals and, you know, all the commotion and having a baby. Anybody that's been in that context knows that's nothing quiet. Um, and that then there are visitors and fanfare and different things. So there's a lot that's, that's not silent necessarily in, in an audible way. Um, as we think about this, this event, but I, I do think there is some significance to saying silent night. And when I think a little bit more beyond just a physical, um, silence, I, I get it. I understand that in the holiness of this moment, we pause, we fall silent. We let our words be few before God, as it says in Ecclesiastes, do not be quick with your mouth and do not be hasty in your heart to utter anything before God. God is in heaven and you are on earth. So let your words be few. Ecclesiastes 5, 2. Silent night is a means to point our heart and our spirits there to that place to some quiet reflection and adoration before what God has done. And there's just something about the birth of Jesus that stirs our hearts like nothing else. The magnitude of it all, the wonder of it all, the the unlikeliness that this could even happen, and the joy that it did happen. As I've mentioned before throughout this series, uh, this is my charge to anyone that, that listens is to just not lose that awe and that wonder and maybe even just that sense of silence before Christ during this Christmas season. It's, it's so easy to let the events of this time be just extra noise. And we think of silent night in terms of that. It's like we need that silent silence. We need that stillness and quiet and peace and to just be brought before our Savior once again and just worship Him and say thank you. And just as those shepherds came, we we do the same. We just come and bow before and then we go from that place and tell others. I've really enjoyed this this time of digging into these songs, and I hope that you have as well. I hope that there's been some significance for you, whether you've caught all of them or you've just listened to a podcast episode here or there. It's something that I need to find every every year going into this time, and I think we all do as we we go through a year and we we kind of end with this very busy time if we allow it to be or we can 
end it with this time where we do just have some reflection and some meditation on the Lord and just say, God, I'm, I'm thankful. I'm grateful for what you've, you've done, your gift of, of Jesus, your, your offering of salvation. Let me take that into this new year and let me see where you want to lead me and guide me so that I can uh, be fruitful for you, that I can bear fruit and that I can be someone that is used for, for your will. And so if, if Christmas is an opportunity to do that, I say, take it because, uh, it, it, it won't come easily if we, if we don't, so many other things will distract us. And as I think about just where do I go next with the podcast and where do I go next with writings and things like that, it's, it's a time really to, to shut off some noise and just be still so that I can hear from the Lord and be, be ready to be moved into some new things. If I'm always busy, if I'm always doing, I'm not in that posture of just waiting to receive from him and, and missing out on some things, honestly, if, if I'm not there. And so again, that's often just a word to myself because as I go through these blogs and prepare things, I'm, I'm hearing from the Lord things that I know I need to hear. I hope you do as well. Guys, um, I want to say Merry Christmas. I want to say um, blessings to you and your family. And thank you for being a part of this journey with me as this year I've started doing these podcasts and sharing some things through through this um, avenue of of, uh, I guess, sharing content and doing ministry in this way. This has been kind of a new type of um, arena to enter into, and I've enjoyed it a lot. I've enjoyed learning the gear and, and learning how to kind of put this together, uh, learning how to share it, uh, promote it, things like that. But beyond any of that, um, I I enjoy just knowing that somebody hears something and there it, it impacts them somehow, impacts them in the Lord somehow. And that's really why I do any of this. And that's where I know um, God's placed me and, and put something that, that I know I need to do as long as he gives me the, the ability to do it and, uh, and, and the desire to do it, I, I will continue to. So thank you. And, um, Pray that you're you're just blessed as you celebrate with family and friends and the true meaning of Christmas, the the reason for the season. And as you finish up this year, there will be one more podcast coming, I believe, between now and and the end of the year, just to finish out um, something unrelated to Christmas, but just. Uh, kind of a wrapping up and, and maybe repositioning us as we think about where God is leading as we look into 2022. And I'm very excited for the new year and for what God has in store. I hope you are as well. Again, let me know how I can pray for you, lift you guys up. And I want to finish with our theme verse as we do every week, Ephesians 5, 15 through 17. 
don't want to make this too rote every week because I believe there's power in these words and in these verses. And so I, I leave them uh, with you the last thing I say each week because I think this is where God wants me to be and wants us to be as we do all of this. So be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Guys, we want to know his will. We want to walk in accordance with him. And we, we want to be wise in how we do that and the manner that we do that, taking those opportunities because we know our time is short. We know Jesus is coming back. We've talked all month long about his coming into this world, and we've talked about that through these songs. But the fact is, he's coming again, and we need to be ready, and we need to be talking about it with others so that they're ready as well. Take care. God bless.
Hey guys, this is Derek Charles Johnson. You have been listening to the As Bold as Lions podcast. I am a blogger, a songwriter, an artist. And if you've been encouraged by this podcast, please go ahead and subscribe and share and head over to DerekCharlesJohnson.com for more encouraging content. God bless.